Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Are you excited to be in church this evening? Hey, you don't sound excited at all. If you are excited, stand to your feet and make some noise. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, my neighbor, our pastor is in the house. Oh, I'm sure you didn't hear me. I said, our pastor is in the house. And I have, oh, please sit down. I have known E.S. Joy since 1999. I know that many of you are not born. And I always tell people that if they had met me before she did, they will never have given me a second look. Hallelujah. If I am standing here as a lady reverend tonight, it is a sign of the kind of anointing that is on her life. Hallelujah. It is a sign of what God does through our pastor. And if you are here this evening, I want you to understand that your life is about to be changed. Amen. She has accomplished every single thing that you and I are struggling for. Hello, and she gave it all up. She has a PhD in animal um, nutrition. Is it a... Even first degree cramp, many of us are still struggling. Hallelujah. But she is heavily anointed, and she preaches nothing but the word of God. You cannot have an encounter with her and your life will remain the same. So this evening, I want you to open up your spirit. I want you to open up your heart. I want you to open up your ears, stand to your feet, put your hands together as we welcome our pastor, God's anointed, our shepherd, ears joy. Put your hands together, hallelujah. Just lift your two hands up to the Lord tonight and just speak a word to him and say, Lord, speak to me tonight. Speak to me. Put something in my spirit that will help me, something that will move me ahead in this life. Oh, we give you praise, Lord. We are grateful for tonight. We are grateful for tonight. 
Oh yes. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. I pray, Lord, that you will speak to us tonight. Thank you for an opportunity to be here one more time. May your grace be here. May your spirit be here. Let your word move. And Lord, deal with us as only you can. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. It's a great pleasure to be here with you. I don't know how many weeks since the last time. But I know that you've been well fed by Lady Reverend Humi. I know you've been well taken care of. And I want you to put your hands together for your pastor. Oh, is that the best you can do? Ah, that's better. Hallelujah. And I thank God for another opportunity to be with you. Amen. And I pray that the exams are being kind to you. Hey. So week one down, another week to go. Have you been doing the agenda five or you have just... Ask your neighbor, do you know what is agenda five? And if the person says no, ask him, who is your shepherd? Somebody, is, somebody has robbed you of important information. Hallelujah. But I believe that it's going to be well with you. Amen. Now, I started this month talking about how to neutralize curses, and I'm sure that you also started on that same series. And I'm going to continue. Yeah. Usually when it's exam time, I usually preach something that is directly going to encourage your faith and so forth. And this message is a little different. Are you there? But I'm going to preach it because I think that this message belongs to such as you. There are some things when you hear them late in your life, it's too late to do anything about it. Do you understand? It's too late. But when you hear it early, then you are able to take it into consideration and, and, and do something about it. Amen? Hello, are you alive? Uh, I was just checking. I was just checking. Amen. So, so that is why I'm going to stay with this message. Um, even during exam time. Hallelujah. You know, how to neutralize curses. Now, those of you who are in this service who can arrive, I, I should have planned it, but I didn't. Yeah, because I have asked that you should be given all of Bishop's books. You have them? Okay, they brought it. Because this book, eh? Yeah, that's exactly it. Hey. Yeah. You need to have it. We will not finish. We'll not finish, but you need the whole message and you need to be able to read it yourself and pray along as you read. Amen. Because there are so many things that affect what we do and, and you may not know. Hey, you may not know. So, okay, let me just get onto my message. Why? Okay. Today, we're going to start entering into the curse issue. And over the next couple of weeks, I'll be talking about three cases that affect you directly. Directly. Yes. Either number one and number three or number two and number three. Whatever it is, two of the three, they impact your life directly. So you need to know that they're there. But are you there? Hello? 
you need to know they are there. When we started talking about this whole curse thing, one of the things we're saying was that you better have a certain respect for it. Not a fear. Not a fear. Genesis when I say not a fear. Not a fear, but a respect. Because there are two gutters. One gutter is to say, oh, who are that? I'm a Christian. What can I curse do to me? That's one fool. <laughs> then the other fool is the one who believes every, every curse that comes to pass. He's running away. Those are the two gutters. And, <laughs> and most of us will find ourselves somewhere in between those two. Are you here? We'll find ourselves somewhere in between the two. And it's very important that you know because depending on the curse, you see, the reason why it says how to neutralize curses and uses the word neutralize because there are some you can overturn. There are some you cannot overturn. You cannot overturn, but you can mitigate. Mm-hmm. Mitigate. You didn't know your English teacher died early. <laughs> mitigate means that you can bring down the effects. Uh-huh. You can bring down the effect. You cannot totally erase it, but you can bring down the effect. Amen. So before I start sharing with you the two cases that I'm sharing today, <laughs> the two that I'm sharing today, I want to show you something about how to recognize a case. How to recognize it. How do you see a case? Because some of you think that unless a prophet comes to stand and tells you, is, you know, you cannot know. But it's not like that. So what I'll say to you is that every case creates a picture. Do you understand? Every case, it creates a picture. So when you see the picture, then you know that the case is there. Hello? I said every case what? It creates a picture. So when you see it, then you know that I'm looking. When you see that picture, you know that you are looking at a case. Hey. Are you in the church? Good. And there are many cases. So when you see it, then you see the other. So for example, if you read through the history of the Jews, you will see that they are probably the most hated race of people. Yeah. Ever since before Christ even appeared, there are issues. They were always being exterminated. Somebody is trying to finish you. Somebody is trying to wipe you out. Throughout their history, till today, even today where they are, is a balance of things that's keeping them there. Are you there? Clear case. It's very clear. And that case is the case of Moses. Moses told them, if you don't do what the Lord says, this is what will come upon you. Are you seeing it? And so it's not only Hitler. Hitler is one of the later ones. They all. Ever since, 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 since. Tell your neighbor, since, since. Since, since. But they are still there. They are still there. Because of something else that we shall discuss later. That's why in spite of the number of times people have tried to finish them, they are still there. Are you getting it? Now, if you also look at the people who hate them, you see that all the people who hate them don't do well. You see, yes, look, they, the people have forgotten. There are some few million and they are surrounded by mighty, mighty nations. They can't do anything. The nations rather are struggling because of another curse. The curse of Isaac. Curse be he who curses you. So you touch them, 
Uh, you fall inside. Are you there? And all the empires in history that touched them, they are finished. That was the end of the British Empire. The British touched them. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the end of the Roman Empire. The Romans touched them. Every empire, the thing will be so great, but the day they rise up against them, it begins their... Nothing. Are you there? So that's what I'm saying. It's the picture. So when you see the picture, you start wondering that, how come these few people who don't have much, how come they cannot wipe them off? They see that when these people touch them, something. When these people touch them, something. When these people touch them, something. When these people touch them, you see the picture. Clear picture. So tonight we're going to paint two pictures. I'm hoping that I can finish the two. Are you in the house? Now, because the stuff is so much, I'm going to do one of them very well and the other one, patchy. And when I go to Faith Secrets, I'll do the other one well. <laughs> do you understand? So that you can go and listen to it and get good. You can get the full message. I, I hope you are, you are getting me. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Okay, so tonight, in this service, I'm going to preach in detail about the curse of Adam. And when I finish, I'll just touch on the curse of Eve. But when I go to Faith Secrets, I'll preach in detail on the curse of Eve and just touch on the curse of Adam. So that between the two services, you will get... Are you there? Beautiful. The curse of Adam. Who is Adam? <laughs> hey, who, who asked me that question? <laughs> Tell your neighbor to be very careful. <laughs> who is Adam? Adam is just man, mankind. Adam is just man. Yeah, and from Genesis chapter 3, there was a curse. So let's read it. Genesis 3 from verse 17 to 19. And to Adam he said, Because you have hearkened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree that I commanded you, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to you, and you shall eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it was thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. Hey! What are the implications of this case? Let's just break it down. Dust you are, to dust you shall return. Is it true or is it not true? Everybody, whether you are rich or poor, what happens? Hey, are you people awake or you have been sleeping? Because you are quieter than I know you to be. <laughs> Another part of the curse said what? Cursed is the ground for your sake. Hey. In other words, it's going to be hard labor. Hmm. In sorrow shall thou eat of it all the days of your life. Sorrow is now part of life. Hey, you are very quiet. Too. I said sorrow is now what? It's part of life. Just a few days ago, I had to go and see a friend of mine. You know, I was trying to relax when I heard that a very good friend of mine had passed away. Youngish man. So I went to see his wife because we're very good friends. I had to travel a little to see her. And I asked her, I said, ah. But when I was traveling, I sent Apostle a text 
and we have communicated. Just two weeks ago, we were communicating. What are you telling me? Then his wife said that. They had said, oh, something was wrong. He should have looked for a doctor. So he was okay. He went to Accra himself with his wife. So that, oh, they just checked him into the hospital. He had not seen the doctor yet. Sat down, crossed his legs, and went home. Exactly. She said she was looking at him. She was like, ah. I mean, how? <laughs> then she said something. She said something in the middle of my tears. I had to laugh. She said, and he had even crossed his legs. And <laughs> we go I mean how how are you there but why because sorrow is part of life it's part are you with me it's part of life and if you want to look at it some of you are already crying over the papers you did last week yeah. ah, I just tried to believe God over three of them but someone be you are there like Charlie this one this one or this one oral or this one uh, what do you call it? This one lab work I was doing. <laughs> Tell your neighbor that, listen, it's part of life. It's part of life. You see, important for you to understand because there are some of you, when things happen, you behave as if it be cedar. Yeah, so because of that, I want to kill myself. You are an idiot. Yeah. If that's how we're killing ourselves, will we come and meet anybody on earth? I said, ask your neighbor, if that's how we kill ourselves, will you, will you meet anybody on it? Ah, what, what are you doing? <laughs> are you in the church? That's not how we do it, all. That's not how we do it. Why do you do that? Hello? Me alone, my life is full of sorrow. Stop what you are saying. Stop it. Don't, don't stop it. The next one, thorns and... <laughs> Thorns and thistles shall it bring to you. In other words, pain and hurt and brokenness. And all these are part of life. They are there. I wish I could tell you something else, but I'm just telling you the truth that all these are part of life. Amen? And you need to understand it, and you also need to understand how it affects you in your life because some of it can be mitigated. This is one of the cases we cannot erase because of where it's coming from. Are you here? The case of your stepmother over you, we can erase. Uh-huh. The case of your friend who you were playing and then you stole the ball and you scored goal, no? Like how we wanted to curse Argentina some years ago, no? Uh-huh. We may be able to overturn it, you get it. But this particular one, God the Father was cursing it. <laughs> it says, in the sweat of your brow, you eat bread. At how you are sweating for a job that you are going to do. Sweating. Sweating. Hello. And so I'm going to show you the truth of this case, if you like, in every day. For what? So that you see it and know that it is there. And then, because we cannot overturn it, we have to find how to mitigate it. Do you understand? What does mitigate mean? Someone should look for the word. <laughs> These English-speaking people should try to mitigate it. So, let us look at how the curse of Adam is working out. How do you see it? What's the picture that it is creating? Are you there? 
And we're going to do that by looking at work, different types of work as they exist today. We'll see whether it is true that they are sweating or they are not sweating. Shall we start? Okay. The course you are doing it leads you into one of these. So listen well. <laughs> Let's look first at managerial work. These are the chief executives, managing directors, administrative managers, presidents of companies. Do they sweat or they don't sweat? <laughs> Sometimes they have so many meetings, they don't even have time for themselves. And many of them are even the reason why the thing is not working because for them to finish the meeting and even sign what they have to sign, cry, we are waiting. Is it true or it's not true? In fact, the case is so true that they even have their own set of illnesses. Mm. There are some diseases that these managers have. It's common to them. Like what? Ulcer, hypertension. These are all physiological things. Oh, the stroke is linked to the hypertension. From the work the man is doing, as the manager trying to keep the whole thing working with workers like you. Workers who don't understand anything. Workers who will not even work. Hello? Uh, is it true or is it not true? Some of you, some of you, your fathers are managers. How are they looking? Sweat or there's no sweat? So have you seen that when they sit down there and they say, eh, they just sit there and they say things. It's not true. It's not true. It's not true. Shall we go to another group? Medical work. The doctors, the nurses. Hello? Pharmacists. I think we should ask them to stand in the room. Eh? Doctors, nurses. You are a student of pharmacy, stand. You are a student in the medicine, stand. You are a student of what? Radiology, laboratory work, stand. Uh -huh. I want to ask you a question. Whether even as students, are you sweating or you are not sweating? Even as students. Even as students. Okay. Somebody says he's even dying. <laughs> No, let you let's discuss the matter. Do your friends see you? The friends you had before you came to campus, do they hear from you? You don't have time. You don't have time. I have another question for you. When you finish, does it get better? People are very quiet, too. It's just a question. Does it get better or it gets worse? It gets worse. Ah. Uh, the next time you go to the hospital and you're waiting for the doctor, don't insult him. Don't insult him. Because he's looking after 250 people, 150 of whom don't even have sense. No, I'm very serious. Not mental patients. When you are a BP patient and they told you, take this one tablet a day, and you don't take it, and your BP goes all over the place and think, then you come back and come and sit there. 
Are you not an idiot? About what I'm saying is true, it's not true. There are some sickness. There's no reason why anybody should die from BP. No. At least not until an old age. But why are people dying? Because what they've been told to do, they will not do. Ah, is it true or is it not true? A friend of mine, her mother is both diabetic and hypertensive. When she's not... I told her that. I told her, I said, this is your mother. The day she will die, me, I will never cry for her. Let me tell you, I will never cry. Somebody that they've told you, don't eat a lot of kabo, kabo. Hey! She will blast them in the house. They should clear out from there. <laughs> they should go and take the benku more than you can eat. What? Then she'll eat it. And every year she'll get ill and there'll be a crisis and she'll be rushed to the hospital. And I told my friend, I said, this is your mother. I said, Even, I said if it isn't that I love you, prayer cry I will not do. Ah. Oh. Hello. And she'll be one of the 250 patients for this poor doctor who they've not even given a proper chair in the hospital. No. Next time you go into a consulting room, just look at the chair. And see whether you want to be sitting in that chair from. Hey! Hello? As for the pharmacist, let me preach my preaching. Why? They will say that. No, it's true. You are walking around the lab, you are dealing with some sample. Who wouldn't say Ebola and Ayelipan? Let's continue. <clears throat> Scientific work, research people, hmm. nuclear scientists, do they have a problem? Yes. Many of them are very stressed out with the work that they do. Yep. They do thousands of hours of research that doesn't do anything. When they even find the solution, it's not used. Hmm. It's true. Many things we are struggling with, the solution is sitting there. We are just not using it. As simple as that. Meanwhile, somebody worked on it. It was somebody's work. Hey! What about our legal people? Judges, lawyers, paralegals, do they sweat? I don't want us to even go into their school issues. Hey! Are there law students here? Oh, stand so that I'll see you. Maybe I'll send a blessing your way so that your exams will be easier. Law students. Beautiful. May you pass. Oh, may the Lord help you as you are reading. Hey. Yeah, because you are all hoping to go to the bar. When you finish your four years, you are now coming to do another two years if you can enter. If you can enter. If you can. Yeah. Hey. Hmm. Are you there? And when you are a young lawyer, you don't sleep much. You are now doing research for the older lawyers. To go and argue in court. You see, when you are watching the films and they make the thing look so nice and nakono, but it's not like that, oh. It's not like that. If you like, go to the law school around Makola, the law courts there. You will see some of the lawyers as they are coming. The briefcase, when you see the briefcase, you know it's older than you. If you see the, the jacket that they are wearing, yeah. The colony now is peeled. Charlie, the man is struggling for it. If you look at the old cars, 
So for every one person who has made it that you know, there are so many others who are just struggling to get from day to day. I tell you, why? By your sweat, you eat bread. I told you the picture is what we are looking at. So you can see, we have done how many now? We started with who? Managerial people. Are they sweating? We went to the medicals. Are they sweating? When you see them and they are frowned, their face kunta is ano. I swear to know. The third group were who? Scientists sweating, sweating for nothing. Then we have come to the lawyers sweating. Sometimes even when you are going for a lawyer, you should be careful. Yes, I know some lawyers currently. The case they are on, they are going to lose, and they know. So, hey. <laughs> <laughs> So they have placed the thing in some way. Eh? They have, the client thinks they are going to win. But they are, oh. Charlie. You see, when the case is short, the money inside, yeah, I can't charge you much. Do you understand? So I have to let the case. So Charlie, they are on it. Even as they know that at the end, no. They will lose, but Charlie, she will still have to pay. She will still pay. Sweat of your brow. I don't even need to talk about pastors when you can see that I'm sweating. (laughs) Ah, But you can't see that I'm sweating. I'm also a lady. I know how to use hankies, but I'm using a towel because when I'm sweating, it's like a man. Jaiwasem, jaiwasem. Let's go to the educational workers. Teachers, professors, lecturers, administrators of schools. Are they sweating or not? Are your lecturers sweating or not? Ah, Those of you from the middle to the back, are you even in the room at all? You are part of my sweat this evening because you are sitting there like you don't understand and this is how you sit when your lecturer is teaching you. And he has to teach you every day. How will he not sweat? Hey! During COVID time, when schools were closed and some people had to live in the same house with their children, that's when they understood what teachers are going through. Understood that some children are like devils. Eh? You didn't know every day you babbled, then you send them to some poor teacher who is sitting in the classroom. The teacher teacher cannot say, I don't want the student. And the student, hey, now that the parents have had to sit there with their child, they are now praying, Oh God, let COVID go. Oh God, let schools reopen. Oh God, let's. You didn't know you were bringing up this demon. <laughs> are you there? Oh, as for the teachers abroad, dear, many of them are on antidepressants. Yeah, because they have done a sister's at their children. They're honestly, forgive my language, yeah, they're just beasts. And every day the teacher has to go and confront, and she, the teacher almost has no rights. Almost. And as you are going into that situation, every day, day by day by day, that's something. There's been a recent case when a six-year-old shot his teacher. Yeah, he had been meaning the teacher from long. <laughs> the worst part of the case is that 
that day, that day of the shooting, three times they went to administration to tell the administration that they have to search this boy because somebody has seen a gun on him. Six-year-old. Then the administrator said something, 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 something. Charlie, they did that. They didn't find the gun until the six-year-old took the gun out and shot the teacher twice. Oh, yeah. Six years. The teacher has survived, but Charlie, I wonder whether she will ever be able to teach again. When a six-year-old, recently I read that in the news that the mother has been um, charged. You see. Yeah. Are you in the church? Yeah. You see, as you are making of it, you, what kind of teacher, what kind of student are you? What kind of student? <laughs> Hello? What kind of student are you? Some of you just parrot, you are just learning the thing. Re, 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 understanding, but who you? Hey! Some of you never went to a class, self. I won't go there, I won't go there. I won't go there. So are they sweating? Teachers, lecturers, are they sweating? <laughs> Let's continue. <laughs> Financial workers, bankers, traders, stockholders, stock, stock brokers, are they sweating? Oh, they, they, they are sweating, pa. Hey. The, the, the chief of all the bankers, the Swiss banks, those were the banks people said are the safest banks in the world. Recently, one collapsed. Yeah. It has never been thought of as a possibility in life. Hmm? That's gone bonkers. Hey. Are you there? Push on the saying, what, what, what are you learning? What, what? They are sweating. The banks, they'll call their people, then they'll give them targets. You must have, this is your target for money that should come in. This is your target for loans that should go. And you think it's only the person who goes out who is under pressure. You don't know that the manager's bottom is on fire. When they come back, he has to prove that they've gone, hey, what a job. I personally know bankers who have quit because of health. The pressure was so much that Charlie, they got ill. And as they have left, they are very well. <laughs> as they have left that job, you know, all the symptoms. Oh, there was one of them. Every time we come for Tuesday evening meeting, in those days, we used to come to Bantama. So many times, hey, we hear that Charlie, something she has collapsed, they have rushing her to cut. Since she left, since she left, I've not heard of rushing to. <laughs> she is okay. Looking commanded, working normal. Hey, is she? Are they sweating or they are not sweating? Hey, one time a certain politician whose name I shall not mention, person was present at the time. His brother had gone from for a loan from her bank and did not return the money, and almost collapsed that bank. And they had to go around to everybody who owed them, please try and pay something, because their bank was about to go down. And the person who had taken the loan, he was alive and well and sitting there paying nothing. And his brother was in power and trying to return. <laughs> Have I called anybody's name here? Uh-huh. Okay. I didn't mention any name. You cannot hold me. Hey, if I had said such a thing in Equatorial Guinea, I would not reach my household. <laughs> 
<laughs> like they'll arrest me tonight. No, it's true. Straight to jail. <laughs> sure. We shall get to political people. You know whether they are sweating or not. <clears throat> the construction industry. Architects, engineers, quantity surveyors, project managers, sweating or not? Eh. Yeah, sweating, eh? Or chairmo banana say, yeah, mamma engineer. We'll say change line. We'll be yeah. I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. I remember a friend of mine's daughter, some tiny girl like that. Eh? She said <laughs> she has got qualified for quantity surveying, and her father said no. And her father said she should go and do some other profession. And she wept and she cried and she wept and she cried. And I called her. Because Lady Reverend Humi's husband is my good friend and he's a quantity surveyor. And I knew how his job was like. This was in the days when they were doing the Salaga Road. And her husband can wake up 42 degree heat and he's walking 5 kilometers one way inspecting drains and 5 kilometers the other way. Not by car because you are checking. Thank you. And I called her with herself. I said, you, you have not started walking 5 kilometers one way or 5 the other. Look at your size. Who say, who can't go ahead be quiet! <laughs> and some of the girls who are in it, they give the hard work to the boys to do and say they, they are doing the recording. Look at your face. If you say you are going to do, go and sweat some. Hey, if you are sitting by a girl who is doing any type of engineering, tell her, did you hear what mommy said? <laughs> Open cheap side. Open cheap side. Go and do the practical work. <laughs> are they sweating or not? They are sweating. And every once in a while, they go and make a mistake and the building comes down. Yeah, it's a, it's a very wild thing. It's a very wild thing. Very wild thing. Yeah. Administrative work. Administrators, secretaries, data officers. Many of them, even if they are doing nothing, they have to wait till the boss goes. <laughs> okay, I, my time is almost up. Entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs. Hey, who are they? These are the market women, retailers, investors. Are they sweating or not? They are sweating. Hey. Hey. They used to sell some kinkin in my house, three cities for one. <laughs> when I traveled and I came back, I sent them to go and buy the kinkin. When they brought it, I said, How much is this? They said, Three cities. I said, No lie. <laughs> What I left that was three cities, you know. Now the size is like one third. <laughs> I saw that thing. I said, Jesus, thank you. All my young boys are away because Nanka, each one will eat about four. If it's three cities times four, that's 12 cities per, per, per guy times three, 36 on Kenke. We have not talked about the fish yet or the stock. You know how there are some meals when things are not so okay, you just easily... Why? Because the entrepreneurs are also sweating. What about the IT people? Information technology. Hardware developers, software developers, programmers, web designers. Are they sweating or not? Pastor Dennis, say amen. Say amen. Say amen. Unless you are not working though. But if you are really doing the job, even your sleep cry at times, you know. Hey, are you in the house? 
we are just looking at whether the curse is working or not. That's all we are looking at. What about the artisans? Artisans. Painters, carpenters, masons, tailors. Uh-huh. They have sweated and all of them are liars. <laughs> it's true. Your tailor has never lied to you before. <laughs> it's true or it's not true? Yeah. Oh, always telling lies. Always telling. <laughs> They'll tell you that, oh, now cut buttons. No, me were on triumph. You know, they cut it. Hey. Hmm. But you see, it's because of the sweat. And I tell you, some of them are very gifted. But in spite of even all the extra jobs they do, many are very poor. Yeah, many are very poor. I've looked at some of the people. I mean, I've seen seamstresses who can sew, but they are always hot for money. True or false? Hey. Can get some carpenters, Charlie, so gifted. The jobs they flow, but they are always, always broke, always hot, always broke. Hey, I'm finishing. I'm just jumping through. What about unskilled laborers? They, they, they are even the ask for them. It's even easy. Unskilled labor. So, neighbor, we've dodged that one. We dodged that one. We have come to school. We've dodged that one. At least here, there, we know we've dodged it. Yeah. What about the military people? You see, it is one of the worst jobs in the world, though. You know, when we see them in the uniform, it's very nice. But sometimes you're going to fight for what you don't even believe in. You're going to lose your way, your life. You see. Look at the Russians. How many thousand, hundred thousands of Russians who have lost their lives over a stupid fight? Just because an arrogant man has woken up and thinks that he should go and colonize somebody's land. You see. As for US Army, I don't even know what to say about them. You are there, mind your own business that they have gone to put their nose in somebody else's matter, then they are now sending it to <sighs> One of our pastors who was in the US, he died in Afghanistan, and we have not forgiven them till today. Yeah. Yeah. Because his ambassador told them we are under threat. Send us Hillary Clinton was under fire over that matter. Send us backup, send us backup, send us. They never sent the backup. The night the people struck, he only had a handgun. Handgun. The people came with A1 classic equipment. Finish the plan. He's one of the helpers of the writing of the modern marriage book. He was one of our first. Oh, in fact, the thing has been that till today. Are you in the church? Church said, where we will because of somebody's foolishness? So you see, when you see them in the uniform, you think that, oh, it's nice. It's nice, mom. Military or Navy, Air Force, very nice. But you can, look, they are sweat there is something. Because to fight and put your life on the line for something you don't even believe. You don't even believe it. In fact, you don't even care. What does an American soldier care about Afghanistan about? Just like how you and us were here, do we care about Dakar? Or Sudan. We, yeah, we are thinking about our own life. 
But if you are a soldier, you must man up and go. Hmm. Hey. Are you in the church or not? The religious work, I'm jumping over it. Ah, but you can see that I'm sweating. You can't see that we are sweating. When you send me text at 2 o'clock in the morning, you expect me to answer it. No, it's real. I've been struggling to get my voice back for the past. It's still not even come properly. I've come to stand and talk to you. Knowing that I'll still pay. Are you there? Some of your Bacenta leaders, they don't even know the last time they attended a church service. Because they are chasing some ungrateful people who are only insulting them. Hey. When they come and knock on your door, you say, who that? Your face like who that? <laughs> are you in the church? Yeah. Hey, but why are you insulting? Uh, when I was insulting somebody else, you were laughing. But now that is you, New Yubo. <laughs> what about our sportsmen? Sports work. Are they sweating? For every, for every sportsman that you know who is earning millions, there are millions more earning nothing. They never make it. And for even those who make it, how many years are they viable for? I'm just asking you the question. By the time you are 30, they say you are an old man. So you effectively have just some eight years of work, if even that much. Uh, you are very quiet, oh. I'm just wondering what you are thinking about. You see somebody wake up, says that, oh, he wants to go outside, he's going to do football. Hmm. Ashes, if you are wise, eh, you will move some people because there are so many empty chairs in front here. So, please, if you are with an empty chair, just move in front here. Eh. I don't even know what the empty chair is about. Because I'm standing here, I can see that you don't have enough chairs. Are you in the church? Yeah. So many more who don't. What about the entertainment industry? Share. Look, let me tell you something. Many, many singers, they produce only one song that hits. One hit song the whole of their life. You just think about your favorite singer. And think about their, their hit song and try and think about two or three that were hits like that. See that it's not many. It's not many. Is it true or is it not true? That's why when they have to appear, they have to look for more and more ridiculous things for us to be. Nowadays, when they come, they are red carpet, they are basically naked. I don't know why they don't just walk naked on this. It's all, they are struggling. Why? It's part of the struggle. A job that unless you're naked yourself, Unyaska. Hey, I'm a boy. What about the political workers? It's very difficult, oh. <laughs> hey, you are warned. You are warned. <laughs> are you here? Are you understanding what I'm saying? So why have I gone through this list? I'm just going through for you to see that regardless of which way it is, there is sweat. There is sweat. Amen? Whether entertainment industry, sports industry, or the more serious ones. And the reason, remember I said that every case has a picture. So this picture, this, this particular case, the picture was that whatever you do, you sweat. 
And it says thorns and thistles. So as you are sweating, crying, you don't feel that you are getting what you have worked for. Have you not gone to do an exam when they brought you the marks? You said, ah. The way I answered that question, I should have got some 80%. Is the guy by you sleeping? Is he asleep? Oh, master, don't do that. I know you are tired, but Charlie, we are all sweating, okay? As you are sweating, I'm also sweating. Are you in the house? So recognize it. Now, I won't even have time to go into the curse of Eve. But how then are we going to mitigate this curse? Are you here? How are we going to mitigate it? How? The first thing I will share with you is that a curse that you cannot cancel, the first thing you must look for is the wisdom of God. Because you cannot cancel it. Can you cancel it? Ask your neighbor, you be God. You can't cancel. You can't cancel. So you look for wisdom. Or where you are now, you have used a little bit of wisdom. Why do I say a bit of wisdom? You have tried to remove yourself from the hardest part of the case. Because when you are standing in the heat, plus 40 degrees, digging a pit and sweating, that's a different kind of sweat from sitting inside an air-conditioned room. At least I prefer to be in the AC room and be sweating there. Oh, so by going to school, it has helped you. That's a bit of wisdom that is working. But even as that wisdom is working, you need to go further because it is not the wisdom of man that will help you. It's the wisdom of God. Let me look for some scripture. Are you in the church? I'm sure your church, your church is hotter than most places. <laughs> I'm sweating, by Yeah, easy, wah. Ah, la 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 la. I'm looking for a certain scripture. Let's look for Ecclesiastes chapter nine, verse fourteen to fifteen, and it says. There was a little city and few men within it. And there came a great king against it and besieged it and built great bulwarks against it. Now there was found in it a poor wise man and he by his wisdom delivered the city. Yet no man remembered that same poor man. Now the part that I need you to see is there are two things I want you to see from this verse. First of all, they were surrounded. That's what a curse does. The curse is there such that you are surrounded. So you can see from all the things we've spoken about that ah, if you pass here, it is there. If you pass here, it is there. If you pass here, it is there. So you are surrounded. Do you understand? But in spite of them being surrounded in this war, there was somebody there with some wisdom. And it was the wisdom the person brought that delivered them. Amen. We're not concentrating on the other part. The other part says that nobody remembered him. And that's because there are other things. It's not just wisdom. Amen. The Bible says that Jesus was the power and the wisdom of God. And many times, Africans, we only think of the power side. We don't think about the wisdom side because we don't like thinking much. It is one of our weaknesses. It's just one of our... No, some things, eh, don't, don't struggle against it. Just say, oh, really? And say, that. let me lift myself out of it. Yeah, we don't like thinking a lot. If we thought a lot, there are many things we will not do. If you think a lot, you will not, you will not throw your rubbish into the gutter outside. 
Yeah, it's just a sign. We don't, we don't think about what it means or where it's going to go. <laughs> Are you here? So you can see that there's a kind of wisdom that delivers you, and you need to ask the Lord about it. In Daniel chapter 5, verse 11 and 12, I don't have time to go there, so just write it down and check it out. You see that Daniel was somebody who, um, what should I say? He became very well known. In fact, he was described here in verse 11. He says, he's a man in whom the spirit of the holy gods is. You see, and he became a very respected man who actually lived under three or four presidents. He was like second in command, prime minister, and he was, he was seen, he was like the second, you know, in order. The Bible says that he was found to have an excellent spirit. What you probably don't know is that Daniel was a eunuch. A eunuch is a man who has been castrated. Yeah, and in those days, it was, it was how they used to treat men who have been uh, captured. When you go to war and you capture the men, they would, they would just, yeah, especially those who are going to work in the king's palace. And you must know that Daniel and his friends were in the king's palace. So it's one of the main signs. So it, it, it puts you in a life where you are surrounded. You are made useless. But we see in the life of Daniel that by wisdom he was delivered from that. Amen. It did not give him back his balls. Do you understand why I'm comparing it to what we are talking about? Because he couldn't overturn it totally. But it gave him a good life. It gave him a good life. He lived a good life. But he employed the wisdom of God in everything that he went into. In everything that he did. Much of the wisdom of God is in the word of God. How do you know what to do? It's in the word. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. And a light unto my path. But you don't read. How will you know? It's true. Hmm. Are you there? Yeah. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7. And it says, How be it, we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world, that comes to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Are you there? So you can see that the word of God is something else. And in that word, you will find many wisdoms that help you. One of which is a central scripture that we talk about a lot in this church. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all else will be added to you. Are you here? That is why you find yourself here in church tonight as you are still studying for exams. Some other people will say that because of exams, we don't go to church. That's worldly wisdom. But God's wisdom, I'm seeking first. I'm doing what I do for God. And then I'm expecting other things to be added to me. Hallelujah. Are you there? That's why in Malachi chapter 3 and verse 18, it says that God makes a difference between those who serve him and those who don't. But because you don't know his word, you don't use that scripture. Am I talking to someone in the house? Next week, we're going to go deeper into this, but I want to end with a short testimony. Many years ago, one of my sons was a medical student. And it was exam time, and it was this kind of exams that 
you go into a room, the lecturer is there, it was an oral exam. He said that particular day, the exam seemed to have gone very well. Everybody who went into the room came back out. Is this one too sleeping? Ah, Masa, you're on your phone? Why? You're not serious. <laughs> when they're talking about matters that concern your life, what are you doing on the phone? Mercy, atonement, sprinkling of the blood. Is that how you allow people to go out of your room as they are? Ah, okay. Anyway, so he said that the exam seemed to have gone well and everybody was going okay. Then somebody went in before him. He doesn't know what the person said. He said all of a sudden the examiner shouted. He said it was a rock, blasted the guy. Oh, and sucked him out from there. And my son said, I'm dead because I'm next. The man would not have recovered from his anger. Whatever happens, I'm going to be subject to the man's, you know. He went in and did his best. But when he came back, he came and told me this story. This, what had happened. And I remember I was praying for him the next morning. I stood on Malachi 3.18. I said, this boy, Lord, he serves you all the time. You said you will make a difference between those who serve you and those who serve you not. The results came out. Medical school, check. <laughs> when it came out, all those who went before the boy, remember it was a good exam, they all passed. The boy, failure. My son, passed. Everybody after him failed. Yeah. So you can see that he belonged to the failure block. Yeah. But by using... The wisdom of the scripture that, Lord, this is one of those who saves you. A difference must be made. So the difference was made. If you don't try to do a few things to help yourself, you'll see that this curse will surround you. Amen? There is earthly wisdom. Like learning. It's just, of course, if you don't learn, you should fail. Ah. Learn. <laughs> but then, there's also a higher wisdom, which is the wisdom of God. And the word of God. That shows you which way you should go. If I was a student, I would even tell the Lord that I need a lamp to guide me in the coming week. Hey! I need a light. Something that, assuming you are reading and a light is shining. When the appoint is not inside, off. When the question is inside, on. When the appoint is not inside, off. When it's inside, on. When the poor is not inside, off. When it's inside, off. This coming week, expect the light of God to shine as you are studying. Expect something to say, it is on, read it. It is off, don't read it. It is on, read it. It is off, don't read it. And may God guide you through. May you come to the other side. Yes, we are sweating, Lord. But our sweat must be a different sweat. Stand to your feet tonight. Stand to your feet tonight. Oh, as you're standing, you just want to bow down your head and you want to say, Lord, thank you that your wisdom makes a difference. Thank you for your wisdom that makes a difference. Just begin to talk to the Lord for a few minutes. Just talk to the Lord for a few minutes. Thank him, thank him, thank him. Thank him. Thank him that you've heard this word tonight. Thank him for the understanding that it has brought that, yes, there is sweat, but it can be mitigated. Yes, there's difficulty, but it can be mitigated. 
right now you are at a difficult time in the semester but it can be mitigated by the wisdom of God by the help from above by the light that his lamp shines upon your life talk to him talk to him talk to him and ask him to make a difference a difference for you and tell him that Lord I've tried to do my best help me now I need your help I need your help talk to him talk to him talk to him for a few minutes tonight talk to him for a few minutes tonight oh yes talk to him for a few minutes tonight in the name of Jesus if there was a paper last week that was not good just bring it before him at this time and just remind him that Lord, you are the one I depend on. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh Father, we lift ourselves before your throne of grace. I ask you for help, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I ask you for help, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Tonight, as we stand at this time, this critical time, O oh God, I pray for your help for your children, O oh God. Let their sweat not be in vain, O oh God. I pray that this week that comes, Lord, the light, O oh God, that you give us on our inside will direct them. Direct them to what they need to study. Help them to hop over what they don't need for the exam, O oh God. Cause them to revise the things they don't know that they need to know before next week comes, oh God. Be their guide and their help, oh God. Oh, you are their strength, oh Lord. You are the one who gives strength like no other. Let the strength of none fail in the name of Jesus. May they be able to learn as many hours as they need, oh God. Every mind that is confused, clarity even now in Jesus' name. Let there be a refreshing in the name of Jesus. Let there be a strengthening, oh God. I ask for retentive memories, Lord. What they read, Father, cause them to remember it in the name of Jesus. I come against error. I come against mistakes. I come against learning what is not important. I come against listening to the voice of man instead of the voice of God. And I ask, Lord, that you will make yourself clear to your children. Oh, I give you praise and I give you thanks. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. On all the saints shall say amen and amen. And as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you are here tonight. You don't know Jesus. It is the beginning of it all. You are here tonight because someone invited you or because you just felt that you need God. And so you came. Tonight the Lord is calling you. He's calling you to draw closer. You want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Just lift your right hand up where you are standing. Just lift up your right hand. We're going to pray together. Just lift it up. Just lift it up. Don't be shy of anyone. Just lift it. Maybe I cannot see your hand. If your hand is up, I can't see it. Just come to me. I want to pray with you. I just want to pray with you so that you also will tap into the blessing of the wisdom of God. If you are here, you want me to pray with you and lead you to Christ. Just come. Just come. Just come. Just come to me tonight. Thank you. Father, we give you praise. Thank you, Lord, for your children tonight. I give you praise and I thank you for every help in Jesus' name. And everyone shall say, Amen and Amen. God bless you. God bless you. With all of me, I want to praise you. 
We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-E-B-S-E. God richly bless you.